You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Babes in the text literally means an infant that does not walk or talk. That's what it means. An infant that does not walk or talk. But figuratively, what babes or children means in the text is grown folk that are narrow-minded. Grown folk that are narrow-minded. When it comes to their thinking or understanding, they, they are close-minded to things that can make them better. Close-minded to things that are essential and significant for life. You try to tell them the truth, I don't want to hear that. See, that's saying you're being a bait. You don't want to hear what you need to hear. Be different if it were, was some foolishness. But when somebody is trying to tell you something that's essential to making your life better, don't be closed-minded. Just listen to what is being said instead of saying, look, you know what, I, I don't even want to hear that. The writer says about such people, based upon the text, that, that, that they're in, indirectly that they're, they're childish. When you're narrow-minded or you don't want to hear the truth, that's being childish. Matter of fact, I don't even know how to say what I'm going to say without uh, being Somewhat offensive. So I'm just going to say it. Is that all right? Yeah. It's being stupid. Yeah. If somebody trying to tell you something that's going to help you and you don't want to hear it, that, that's just stupid. When you consider the text, in one sense, he just didn't want them to be children when it came to not only understanding, but to viewing things that needed to be viewed as a mature person, especially as a Christian. He didn't want them to be children. He wanted them to be to the point to where they, they would look at things that were said or done in the right manner. And how many know that's important? 
Because you don't ever want to be to the point to where you're so closed-minded that you don't see what you need to see, especially you don't see what God wants you to see. Because the worst place to be is out of the will of God. In contrast, the best place to be is in the will of God. Because when you are being childish or acting like a babe, it's important to understand from, from a biblical standpoint what's going on with you. Of what's actually taking place. And I, and I want to just consider uh, some verses in reference to being childish of being a child uh, so we can better understand what that means to us as Christians. All right? Let's start in the book of uh, Proverbs. Let's go to the book of Proverbs, 22nd chapter, and consider one verse in Proverbs 22. And let me say before I read the verse, even though you can look at the verse in the sense of just talking about a literal child, you need to also be open-minded and understand that this is to a person that's acting childish. All right? Proverbs 22 and 15. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a Child or somebody acting childish. Woo, I better read it just like I just read it and add a little something to it. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child or someone acting like a child. Foolishness. Foolishness is bound up. Notice where? In the heart. The heart represents the choices. In one sense, it, it represents the choices, as well as the feelings. Foolishness is bound in the choices or the feelings of a childish person. Brother, you shouldn't be mad at him because of that. You don't understand. Well, help me understand. I mean, just because he nudged you on accident, that's, it's got to be bigger than that now. Why you and her don't speak? She rolled her eyes at me two weeks ago. I ain't got nothing to say to her. Come on now. Come on. You that little? You you that little? You, you you ain't bigger than that? You don't understand. I, I got a problem folk rolling their eyes at me. Yeah, but that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen in the church and outside the church. It's just going to be certain things that, just, that, that ain't going to rub you right, as, as the old saying go. I mean, they, they just going to happen. But you can't, you can't be foolish when certain things like that happen. 
I used to get mad every time I heard somebody talking about me. You know, what I, you know, what, you know who had the problem? I did. Go get what? Folk going to talk about you. I don't care who you are, folk going to talk about you. You can be the nicest person in your neighborhood, at the church, on the job, and so forth. Folks be like, folks be like you know, she a pushover. She, she just nice to everybody. Folk just going to have a problem with you no matter what. But see, you have to be to the point to where you're going to be bigger than that. You're, you're not going to allow everything that you hear to get the best of you. And you're not going to react like a fool. Because see, when you, when you react like a fool based upon scripture, you act as if you don't even know God. I better give you the scripture. Let's go to Psalm 14. See, if, if you are a child of God and you acting child and acting like a fool, you're like you don't even know God. Consider Psalm 14 and 1. Are you there? The fool has said in his heart, help me. Based upon the choices of a fool, the fool said it ain't no God. You know God don't want you getting mad at everybody to do something to you. Ain't no way God leading you to act that way. Am I right? Am I right? Can we go further? Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, and we're going to consider the third chapter. 1 Corinthians 3. And I want to read the first three verses. 1 Corinthians 3, we're going to consider the first three verses. And notice the wording carefully. And this is what Paul said to the church. That he refers to in the verses, brethren. And I, brethren, our church, could not speak to you as to spiritual people. Well, how did you have to speak to him, Paul? But as to carnal or ungodly. As to babes in Christ. Now, notice the distinction. that There, are people, there were people in the church that were not babes, but he had to speak to them like they were babes. Because they were still being silly or carnal. Verse 2, he said, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. And probably somebody was getting upset when he said that, because you know, I've been in church five years, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, let me explain it to you. And he goes on and explains it in verse 3. He says, for, for you are still carnal, for where there are envy, woo, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving, get this, like mere men. And see, now his reference, when he says mere men, it, it, it's saying to us that when you're acting worldly, 
from a spiritual standpoint as being childish. You are a child of God. You can't think, talk, and act like a sinner. You are a God man, a God woman. You don't react to stuff the way sinners react to stuff. That's being childish. And notice what he calls them again. You, you, you're behaving like mere men. You're acting like you don't even have the Holy Spirit. You're acting as if you are not taught according to the scripture. And see, Paul knew it was, it was certain realms that God wanted the church to go into. But he couldn't take them into those realms because they, they were not ready for it. There are certain things that God has for his children that the only way he can release it is for them to be at a certain level in their maturity. That, that's the reason we make a mistake when we try to tell everybody our vision. Everybody our purpose. Trying to tell everybody what God done showed you. Because there's certain folk, they, they can't handle that. They'll, look at you, they, they'll, be, they'll listen to you, but in their mind, she crazy. She got to be out of her mind. Why? They can't handle that. God going to bless me with such and such. You, you, got, you got to be careful who you say certain things around. You, you got, if you're going to say it, say it around the right folk. If you dirt poor but God doesn't gave you a vision how he going to raise you up to be rich, you can't say that around your unsaved cousin. Because your unsaved cousin will leave your brother. You know what? So is a long her mind. She talking about she done saw a vision about her being raised up and she gonna be rich. What I got into that girl since she been at that little church. That's the first thing they're gonna say. What they teaching her over there at that church, what she believes is something that crazy. Everybody can't handle what God has ordained for your life. Woo, I got to get country on you. Tell somebody don't share your stuff with everybody. Don't share it with everybody. Don't share with everybody what God done showed you in the nighttime. Don't share with everybody what God is getting ready to do for you. Make sure they have a kindred spirit. Make sure they are able to handle, able to receive what, what you're saying so they can pray with you and, and encourage you to do what you need to do. If I would have told folk, some folks on Noon Road what was going to happen with the church, we're going to be debt free. We're going to have five, six other churches and they're going to be debt free. And we was over there renting on Noon Road. They would look at me like, this boy done lost his mind. He 
done lost his mind. You can't share everything with everybody. Got to make sure folks have a kindred spirit, and you got to make sure folks are on a level to where they can receive what you say. Amen? Amen. All right, let's, let's go to 1 Corinthians 13. Y'all stay with me. 1 Corinthians 13, chapter, going to look at one verse, the 11th verse. Now, this is what the writer said to the same church that he couldn't feed spiritual things. But he says it about himself in order to help them. Notice he states, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. See, see certain, things, certain things such as childishness, you can't pray away. Oh, God, help me not to get mad at her this time. Now, you, you can't pray that away. You just got to make up in your mind you ain't going to get mad. You just got to go ahead and be grown about certain things. Wait, y'all just pray for me. I'm still being the. No, you need to go ahead and put that away. When you know you're ready to say it, don't say it. Be a grown person. Pastor, lay hands on me because I, I, I've been going off and I know I don't need to do that. So lay hands on me so the Holy Ghost will give me power not to do it. No. You just need to put that away. And I, I tell you who get on my last nerve, folk to say this right here. Well, I'm just telling you true. Folk to say this right here, they be like, I, that's just me. That's just me. That, that's just you. You ain't saying. Because if you Christian, the Bible says, if any person is in Christ, get this, he or she is a new creation. Old things have what? All things have become new. And some of the things that are becoming new are dependent on you doing what you need to do according to the scripture. And that's what we say it. He said, I thought like a child, understood like a child. He said, but when I became a man, I, I, I just stopped. It's time to be grown folk. You done been saved five years and, and you still get mad at stuff about yay big. A little bit of stuff. It, it's time you just be grown. I don't know why I get mad so quick. Because you need to put that away. Pastor, he pushed my button. That's the reason I did Well, where your button at? Let's, let's remove it. He don't need to have access to your button if it's going to make you curse him out every time something happens. So let's get that button. Where is it at? You'd be surprised. You got folk that I've been saved for years that, that still, if somebody make them mad, they're going to curse them out. 
Yeah, I call him such and such and such. You what? You a leader in the church. How you going be cursing somebody out? And you did it at the family reunion? Oh, God. Now everybody going to know. It's certain things you, you just got to put away. Just like you mess, you still messing up your money like you did when you were 10 or 21. No, you, you got to stop doing that. Pray to God, help me now. No, you just got to start doing right. That ain't got nothing to do with nobody prayer. You just got to do right. Yeah, me and her ain't speaking right now because, you know, we had a falling out last year. Oh, okay. But y'all, you still saved? She still? Yeah. So that, that, little, that little scripture about if you got an alt with your brother, so that don't mean nothing to y'all. So y'all going to heaven anyhow, even though that little scripture, y'all just overlooking it. That just... Because you're going to get mad at folk. You're going to get upset with folk. I guarantee you, if you done been, been married at least three months, you <laughs> have had an argument with your spouse. At least three months. Well, let me back up. At least two weeks. I know the, 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 the first eight days, the honeymoon days, sweetie, boo, darling, honey bunch. Could you? Day nine. Oh, you couldn't flush to come on? Something wrong with your... Something wrong with your head? That's just nasty. This is that same boo, honey munch. Say to your neighbor, things are going to happen. But you got to put away childish stuff. Which brings me to the text. See, Paul wanted them to be grown up when it came to understanding. In malice, be babes. But when it comes to understanding, I, I need you to be grown up. Why? Because understanding is important. See, 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 a person of understanding knows how to think properly, talk properly, and act properly. 
See, if, if, if somebody that just got saved says to me, Pastor, I didn't like what you said. It really offended me. See, I expect that. They just got saved. See, I'm, I'm not, I'm, because of my understanding, I'm not going to react the wrong way. See, if I say something to Mr. Jackson and then the Holy Spirit tells me, you shouldn't have said that to him. See, my understanding is that, okay, Holy Spirit, you tell me I shouldn't have said it. Let me go back and tell Mr. Jackson, hey, brother, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. You forgive me? See, I'm going back. I ain't going to have to wrestle with it. I ain't going to have to fast three days before I go back. Because I understand that if, if the Lord tells me it's wrong, I'm just going to get that thing right then. I ain't going to wrestle with that. When you have understanding, you know, you know how to apologize to folk. You know how to humble yourself and say, I was wrong. Look at me. Look at my eye. I was wrong. What I said, I shouldn't have said it. And at the time, I thought I was right. But God done showed me I'm wrong as wrong could be. Just like Peter, he, he didn't have an understanding when God showed him a vision. And, he was, he, and, and, when, and in the vision, Peter woke up and said, I ain't going to eat that. And then when God broke down to him what it meant and so forth, then Peter said, oh, okay. I understand now. So now, such and such and such and such. And see, that's what Paul wanted from the church. And that's what we need. We, we need to have understanding so we won't react when certain things happen. We won't be childish when certain things happen. And, and again, when, when you have understanding, man, you, you think properly. You talk properly. And you act properly. Folk can say stuff that, that they expect to get on your last nerve, but you just as calm. It, it's just like you take my baby brother and his children. Most people, if they had lost a spouse, their mother, they wouldn't come to church. They wouldn't be as calm and, and you seen Cameron still singing, giving God the glory. Folks be like, he ought not to be doing that. See, that's how you think when you don't have godly understanding. Now hold your claps. And it's not that they're not hurting. You can't lose someone that you love, that, that you've been close to for years and not hurt. But they, but, but they understand. What do they understand? Pastor Reed, they can just go on like that. They, they, they understand, first of all, that God himself has said, it is once appointed for a person to die. And then the judgment. They also understand that life here on earth is like a vapor. You hear, and then God says, time to go. But then they also un un understand, she was Christian. 
She loved God. And it's better to be with God than to remain here. And even though she has left, it ain't like I don't know where she is. I know where she is and I know that I'll get to see her again. They, they reacted, they, that, that reaction is biblical. It's just like David in scripture. See, David, David was fasting and praying when his child was alive. And David was, David, David was fasting and praying to the point to where his servants, they were disturbed. They said, this man had ate and he'd been fasting and so forth. And, and, and he just, Lord, have mercy. And he's travailing and he's doing all this. And then all of a sudden, the, the servants checked on the child. And they said, the child has died and he's been doing all that fast. All that praying and the child, the child done died. He said, oh Lord, how he going to act when we go in here and tell him? Woo, how in the world is David going to act when we tell him that this child is dead? Finally, they went in there and told David. They were so nervous to where, where when they went in there to tell him, David looked up and, and they weren't even saying that. And so David finally said to himself, he said, is the child dead? And they said to him, yeah, the child dead. And David did something that boggled the minds of his servants. David got up out of travail. Went and took him a bath. Washed his face. Told, hey, set me something to eat. Get me something to eat. And, and so he, he started eating. He took a bath and he was getting himself together. And, and, and then the servant was like, what in the world is going on with this man? He's been doing all that fast and all that travailing. And now that the child dead, he wants some food. He taking a bath. Let me, let me, I got to ask him. And so, and, and so they went to David and said, Dave, we, we don't understand this. They said, you, you were doing all that travailing, all that fasting, and now that the child is dead, you done wiped the tears away, you done took a bath, you eat. What is it? He said, you know what? He said, I, I can't bring the child back. God done took the child. I can't, I can't bring the child back. He said, but what I can do I can go to the child. See, David believed in heaven and he knew that he could go to the child. And so he, he didn't get upset about it. Even though it hurt him, he knew that he would see his baby again. He knew that he would see his baby again. And see, one thing about Bro Crawford and his children, they understand that they're going to see Miss D again. You ought to give God a hand of praise for folk understanding. But again, never think folks are not hurt. They just have an understanding. Because folks will be waiting for you to react a certain way. 
Because they don't, they don't know where your mind is. They don't know what you know. They don't understand what you recognize. How many are with me? He wanted them to make sure they were mature or grown folk when it came to understanding. And that's what we need in the church. When somebody go off at you, you, you need to understand, look, this ain't like her. She must be going through something. Let me just pray for her. I ain't going to Get on, I ain't going to get in the can with her. I ain't going to get on the same level with her because this ain't her. Yeah. You, you, you have to know folk to the point. The Bible says know them that labor among you. You have to know folk to the point where you know when they're acting out of character. And you don't react a certain way. Well, she said it to me. I just said it back. No, you ain't mature. You, you, ain't, you ain't understanding. Well, pal, I didn't know why they treated me like that. I was here ready to work. They just acting like they didn't want me to work. So I didn't know. Look, don't try to put your little two cents in it. Just because sometimes we do. You know, as the old saying, putting your two cents in. Sometimes we try to put our two cents in it before really understanding what's going on. Y'all all right? And so in my clothes. God wants his children to have understanding. And we need understanding. God so wanted his children to have understanding that what he did is that he made sure he was going to give them shepherds that would feed them with understanding. Let me show you something. Let's go to Jeremiah 3. Lord have mercy. Let's go to Jeremiah 3. I'm almost done. Y'all happy? You receiving? Well, consider Jeremiah 3 and 15. Now, Jeremiah is prophesying or speaking on God's behalf. And this is what God told Jeremiah to say to the people. Jeremiah 3, 15. I will give you shepherds, modern term pastors. According, this is the key, to my heart. See, if, if, if a pastor does not choose according to God's word, if a pastor does not speak according to God's word, if a pastor does not do according to God's word, that pastor does not have God's heart. A legitimate pastor is going to have God's heart. A legitimate pastor is going to react according to God's will. A legitimate pastor ain't going to teach or preach nothing that the Holy Spirit or God does not give him or her to teach. How many understand? So that's the reason he, he made it clear right here in Jeremiah 3.15. I'm going to give you shepherds according to my heart. But then he went on. Notice how he uses feed in the verse when it comes to understanding. 
He said the shepherds will feed the sheep with knowledge and understanding. God wanted, God wanted shepherds that would feed people with understanding. But the understanding would be based upon them having the heart of God. See, I can't teach you based upon my understanding. And you get what you need to get. You know why? Because my understanding is, is limited. See, there are certain things God gives me. I don't even have a clue that I'm going to say it until I get here. Now, some things he gives me, I'd be like, oh, Lord, that's wonderful. But it didn't come from me because my understanding again is limited. That's where he said, I'm going to make sure the shepherd has a heart like mine. When I tell them to say something, they're going to choose to say it. Because as a free moral agent, even though he gives it to me, I could hold it back. But if I have the heart of God, whatever God gives me, I'm going to put it on the table. And I know sometimes it's going to offend folk. Sometimes it's going to get on your last nerve. You may even leave the church, but I'm still going to put it on the table. But notice he wanted his children to be fed. Understanding. And see, whatever you're fed naturally is what causes you to be who you are. And even whatever God gives you is going to cause you to be the man or woman of God he ordained for you to be. Yeah. If you eat something that's got that that's going to give you energy, guess what? It's going to be obvious that you done, that you done ate something that's going to give you some energy. You hear me? If you hadn't ate in 10 days, guess what? It's going to be obvious you ain't ate in 10 days. If you're not drinking water the way you need to drink water, guess what? It's going to be obvious you're not drinking it the way you need to drink. Naturally, whatever you put in your body, you're going to, be, you're, you're going to see certain manifestations based upon, based upon what you're eating. Same thing when it, when it comes to God's food. And God says, I want them to have some understanding. And see, I can tell when folks got... Uh, divine understanding because when certain things happen they don't move the way normal folks move they don't react the way normal folks react how many are understanding God did not want his children's understanding to be based upon the world If he did, he never, he never would have told Jeremiah to tell his children what he was going to give them. I'm going to give them shepherd that's going to feed them with understanding. That's the reason the understanding you get from God is the most important understanding you can have. 
Don't ever treat God's understanding as second class. Well, the doctor said such and such. Yeah, but you know, you know doctors and every other professional, that can change. But it's one thing about God. God never changes. Malachi 3 and 6, God changes. Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ the same. God don't change. In my close, last scripture. Let's go to Proverbs, third chapter. I believe y'all receive it. Some of y'all quiet, mouth wide open, so I know you receive it. I mean, mouth wide open, just like. That's a good sign. When you like that, it means you paying attention. <laughs> Consider Proverbs 3rd chapter. And we're going to look at one verse, verse 13. Happy is the man who finds and the man who gains. Now, now when you gain understanding, look, look at what's going to happen. It's going to make you happy. You're happy because you have understanding. Suppose Brooke Crawford and his children didn't have understanding about the demise of a Christian. Suppose they didn't have it. They wouldn't be here today. They would not have went through the christening today. Sadly, back in the day, I was the one that started him getting hot. That was baby brother. I had to show him a little something, something. Well, I did. If he didn't have an understanding of the demise of a Christian, he could have easily went back to getting high. You done seen folk, when certain things happen, they automatically just go to the bottle, get a joint, the pipe, or throw out some coke and store it. He didn't do that. His understanding, Lord, I love her. She's sweet. She's, you know what? He, he told me the other day, he said, you know what, Pastor? She, she was going to cook me a cake today. I never did ask him what, what uh, type cake. He was happy about her cooking the cake. So she had laid out everything. And I was like, well, God had other plans. Yeah, God had other plans other plans and uh, and he was okay with that but if he didn't understand that he could have reacted totally different same way with, with, when my father passed 
They had called me. I went over there to the house. And uh, night before, he was just rejoicing. Holy Spirit had took him over. And so me, Prophetess uh, Freeman, and my mother, we were in the room. And uh, when I put my hand on him, God said, I done took him. And so I looked at the corner, looked at Mama. I said, Mama, God done took him. Said it just like that. You know her first reaction? She went to giving God the praise. That was her first reaction. Y'all ought to give her a hand. She went to giving God the praise. How could she react like that? That's her husband. Was she happy that he left? No. It hurt her. But she was rejoicing because she understood that God had did what she had prayed to him to do. She prayed for God to save him. God not only saved him, but he remained in the church, remained faithful to God the whole time God had saved him. And so she was happy even though she was hurting. See, when it, come to, when, when it comes to life, you got to have understanding about events that are going to take place. Events going to happen. They're going to take place. But you have to have an understanding. Don't, you don't want to be hypocritical and say it don't hurt. Yeah, it do hurt. You're human. It's going to hurt. And sometimes it's going to hurt bad. But it's nothing like, again, in the midst of you hurt, knowing that the will of God is greater than your hurt. God's conclusion is greater than everything. And that's the reason you're happy. Look, look at it. Look at this verse again. You're happy when you gain understanding. You're happy when you gain understanding. That's the reason folks can, can be happy even though trouble is taking place in their life. Because they have to understand trouble don't last always. Not only that, God is a very present help in time of trouble. Woo! He's a refuge and a strength. But if you don't have an understanding, you won't, you won't be like that in trouble. You'll be pulling out what little hair you have. Or if you bald like me, you'll be, Lord, have mercy. I mean, I understand. So we got to be grown up when it comes to our. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.